Welcome back to Purely Magnetic. This is our final day, day three. It has been such a pleasure serving you in this live event. I am so excited for day three and everything that is about to go down. So in day three today, we are talking all about activating our pure and natural magnetism, taking all the work we've been doing in day one and day two and bringing it together into a powerful activation, having you see that you are a deliberate creator, that you are meant for the life that you desire and showing you exactly how to do this. So today is powerful. I cannot wait for the breakthroughs. Let's just dive in. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to day three. How is everybody doing? Welcome, welcome. I cannot wait to dive into everything that we are talking about today. Hello, Brie. How's it going? I am so excited for today's content and for everything that we have been going through in the last three days. So as you are joining me, let me know how you're doing today. Let me know any of the takeaways that you've had in these last couple days. I would love to hear. Let me know if you've been able to do the workbooks, um, the journal prompts, breakthroughs, epiphanies, things you really enjoyed from the last few days. This is something that I really want to get across while we are all in this event and in this energy. Growth is a step-by-step process. And with my clients, when I'm working with somebody, some of the growth happens when they ask me for help or share something that's going on in their life. Some of the growth happens when I intuitively respond or I respond with guidance, support, you know, tools, whatever. And then a lot of the work is done as the client, as you sit in that, embody that, really take these things in. And I think that that is something that I used to always be looking for this magic pill, right? I sent an email out yesterday, uh, two days ago, I think, to my email community talking about how like there isn't a magic pill. And we're going to get into this a little bit today. Um, this journey is one of growth. So as we talk about these things, it's not that that you just watch an, an hour live stream or two hours from day two and everything is different all of a sudden. It is on you to continue thinking about these things. And for me, I witness the way these things play out in life. As I start to learn things, I witness how these things have played out in my life before or without judgment, gently witnessing friends, family, people around me going like, yeah, that they have this narrative they're coming from, or because they don't feel worthy, they keep attracting these different circumstances. So sometimes, hello, everybody joining me, make sure to say hi, hello, hello, just kind of recapping and kind of giving some, um, 
some love, some inspiration around this journey. And I want to hear your guys' takeaways. Anyone that's joining me, let me know um, what parts you've loved so far, any thoughts you've had, breakthroughs, your favorite parts of this event so far. Um, I hear Brie talking about loving the inner child stuff. So yeah, you guys let me know. I'd love to hear. Um, so this isn't, we don't just hear something and we're changed tomorrow. We, we hear something, we first of all, accept it or don't accept it. How many times have people said like, have trust and faith. And you're like, I'm not ready for that. Right. But as you go forward, you accept more and more in, and then it's your job as a seeker to have discernment on what resonates with you. So really quick example is a few, this was a bunch of years ago. Now there was a woman online I used to follow and she was all about like building a spiritual business and all this stuff. And one time she was on a live stream and she's like, I'm sorry, like spirit guides do not exist. Anyone that thinks that has been bought into brainwash and this and this, and I'm watching her going like, uh, like it just did not resonate with me. And her message actually started kind of changing. It was a little bit weird, but when I heard that she was like, Spirit guides do not exist. There is no spirit team. It doesn't exist. You've been lied to. And I'm sitting there going, that doesn't fit with me. That does not fit with me, which actually is going to perfectly bleed into what we're talking about today, about how you are the one creating your life. And I'm going to talk about it to Leah style. I'm going to offer some tools. We're going to talk about this magnetism activation, but as you go forward in this journey, it's up to you to find the things that resonate and the things that don't. Not everything I say to my clients, I'm sure every little thing is always like, yeah, but it's up to you to take from this what is here for you. So hello, everybody joining. We've got so many of you joining live. I'm so excited. Ooh, Jen Tay, my inner child is now my best friend. Oh my goodness. That... That in itself is a healing statement. I am so happy for you. That shows me how receptive you are, as I was just talking about, because I can say all the things, but if you don't think about it, if you don't take it into your life, if you don't embody it for yourself in a way that works for you, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Um, so I really, really am happy to hear that. My love, I feel sorry for her because she, cause C is miss, she is missing out. Who is missing out your inner child? Let me know. Um, I am so excited for everything we're going to cover today. I love hearing the feedback on what has been powerful for you. This healing journey, as I've been talking about on the podcast in this last few years, it was something I really had never dove into. I had a tumultuous relationship with my mom or with my body. And so I talked about that. And early on when I would have a coach, I mean, I still have a coach, but when I would be coaching, being coached years back, I'd be like, why does she do this? And why does she do that? And she turned around and did this. And that was the level at which I could deal with my issues, but I didn't go deeper into healing. It was more like, how do I fix her? Should I let her know everything that I've ever been mad about? And I was just, wasn't ready. But as I went deeper, Oh, the girl with no spirit guides, I know. Right. And her spirit guides are sitting there going like your wish is my command. Anyway. Um, so what was I just talking about? Oh crap. <laughs> oh yeah. I was only ready to take in so much healing, but as I opened up and truly became ready to receive more miracles, I started becoming ready to go there. And I was like, okay, 
And I, at the time I hired a coach who turned out to be a dear friend with inner child healing. And I was like, I am ready to go there because you know, that saying, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? I was just, I just continuously either wanted to be right, validating my pain, being mad at my mom or whatever the situation was, or I just tried to learn how to manifest more. I was like, I will deal with the healing stuff later for now. I'm going to manifest money and a home and a business. And then I will deal with the healing stuff. But it was always held out of reach. The money would never fully come in like abundantly. The inner peace, the solitude or the feeling of calm in my body, it never came because I wasn't willing to go into the healing work. So I acknowledge you guys who were here for day two, who are going to go back and listen to day two and really take that in because this is the work that changed my life at the point when I was ready. So there's been a lot of things that have changed my life, right? The first time you guys heard like your thoughts are important or your thoughts create your reality. Maybe it was the secret, maybe law of attraction, maybe getting in touch with your spirit guides or your purpose. These things changed your life. And as you become willing to go into healing, oh, the work, the miracles truly opens up because that is where we are holding our resistance It's not that you're unable. It's not that you're not smart enough. It's not even that you don't have enough money or don't have enough know-how or don't have enough resources. That shit is running through you already available to you. It's the resistance we have to allowing in those blessings, to believing that we are worth it, to believing in ourselves, to trusting the universe. That's where our wounding comes in because we weren't often taught how to do these things, but now is the time. Now you are ready. Now you are being taught. Now you are learning through this, through books you're reading, through the content you're absorbing, through the, you know, the people you talk to, the mentors, the healing modalities, the books you're reading, all the stuff you are now learning. And this is where most of your manifestation mojo is going to come from is through that healing work. Because as I kind of touched on, on day two, we want something, but there's like a brick wall between us and what we want. And that's when we're always going, what's the answer to build a business? What's the answer to lose the weight or heal the body or, you know, have more self-esteem? How do I end self-sabotage? How do I do that? Where's the formula? And the whole time it's your blocks, it's your wounds hanging out right in front of you in your field that won't allow you to actually move through that wall. But that's what this work does. This activation, this healing work. So I'm really proud of you guys. I really deeply acknowledge you for everything you've done so far. And if you're just tuning in right now on the podcast or live here on Instagram to day three, totally fine. Rock this with me. It's going to be so powerful. And then I highly recommend going back to day one and day two, because it's all coming together. It's all powerful and they all interlock together each of these days. So again, welcome to day three. We are going to get to it. But before I do, I just want to say you may have noticed in your inbox, a super secret registration for activated has landed in your inbox. It is only for people that are on the wait list. The email that went out about an hour ago saying, see you in an hour. There is also a link there to get on the wait list as a tippy top last chance. The public now cannot get on the wait list, but if you want, cause you're part of this event, just in case you missed that before the wait list for activated offers you with the lowest registration price and gives you the chance to win one of two spots. It's the first two people to register, um, get out two weeks of one-on-one work with me for free, which is 
massive. It's a $555 value. I'm going to make sure personally you get the transformation you came for. I'm going to support you more intimately during activated. So I highly recommend jumping in. If you've had that niggle anyway, now is the time because we can also be working together through this process. um, Activated is the the eight week growth and manifestation portal for seekers ready to go deeper into the work. And in simplicity, it's activating who you truly are, your soul's essence, your natural magnetism, which then leads us to be able to create boundaries. I take you through all of this stuff. We go into the healing work, healing those core narratives, healing those core wounds that are keeping you in self-sabotage, that are keeping you in these looping patterns. And then we move on into the art of deliberate creation. Today, I'm sharing a signature tool from Activated that is to do with manifestation directly, deliberately creating the life that you desire. We move on to quantum manifestation, workshopping this whole system in life, living this system. And then at the end of the program, we end on manifesting big goals. When you have like outrageous goals, how to become a match energetically to hold a bigger capacity. Like this is for those of us who want the complete full Phoenix rising out of the fucking ashes, full blown transformation, whether your big goals are millions of dollars and best-selling books, or your big goal is complete inner harmony and peace, which is something you maybe have never had. This is the program for you. If you're into growth, if you're into doing the work, if you want to create this becoming all that you have, that you are meant to be in this lifetime activated is for you. And I cannot wait to see you in the program. Every round gets better. Um, I have a new workshop, a new extra bonus workshop that I'm adding in where I'm going to be directly one-on-oneing with you, which we also do each week, but giving you direct mentorship, working this system in your life. We're getting into the nitty gritty, intuitive guidance, mentorship, accountability. It's all there in activated. I cannot wait. So with that aside, <laughs> so again, if you want to get on the wait list, email, uh, email is the only place at this point. If you have reached up, if you have reached out and joined purely magnetic to get the workbooks and all that stuff, you will have received an email and it's the absolute last chance to get into the wait list. Okay. So let's dive into today. Today is day three. Today we are talking about magnetism activation. So true magnetism. And as I have done in the last few days, I have some notes here. So if you see me looking over here for all of you joining me live, I'm just looking at my notes. Um, I also have my hot coffee. Once again, if you can help me remind, (laughs) help remind me to take a sip, that'd be awesome. So true magnetism, the way that I see it, the way that I, I, everything changed about a year and a half ago or so when activated started channeling through me. And then all of a sudden now the book, and it's just been this unfolding of like, damn, this is what we are missing in the manifestation journey. This is why the secret is only a sliver of the actual picture. The law of attraction is true. You can focus on what you want and that does create a pull However, it's definitely not the full picture. And that's why the secret and things like that, it's, it's, it was made into a movie an hour and a half to try to get this concept into an hour and a half. They had to leave some things out, right? They couldn't just go there. It was also meant to introduce the world to the law of attraction, to introduce the world into manifestation. It wasn't the in-depth course. It was the introduction. So this is what we are missing in manifestation is what I'm sharing today. So magnetism 
is when you are a clear channel. As I talked about on day one, you need to become, and I think day two, I touched on it. You need to become a clear channel for that, which you desire. So first and foremost, switching that thinking of manifestation from being, what do I need to do? What are the right steps? Like it's outside you. Like I have to do all these things outside myself. That is not manifestation. Manifestation is becoming a clear channel inside yourself for what you desire. So let me know if that resonates. I personally got goosebumps on like the back of my arms. (laughs) Um, So we need to become a clear channel. And when you are a clear channel, which I'm going to get more into what that is in a second, when you are a clear channel, you become a clear channel to messages from spirit, blessings coming in, your intuition, your success, your purpose, miracles, the things that you are quote unquote meant to experience in this lifetime. You came here to experience this magic more so your soul came here for this moment in time. Oh my God, I'm covered in goosebumps for this moment in time. When you realize your magic, that is actually why your soul came here is for this moment in your life to be realizing your magic, to be growing through what you go through, to be healing that resistance, to unleash the natural clear channel, unicorn fairy mermaid energy that you are. So on a physical level, you came here to experience the things that you desire. If you want to be traveling the world, that's what you came here for. If you want to have love, that's what you came here for. If you want to build a nonprofit organization, a business, write a book, lose weight, heal a chronic illness. If you want to move across the world, if you want to, anything that you want to do that is embedded in your mind that feels like one of those burning desires that you're just like, Oh my God, like I want that so bad. It's not just, Oh, I need some new summer shorts. It's like, I am meant for this. I want this burning in my soul. That is what you came here for on the 3d level. I did come here to write books to impact people all over the world, to make overflowing abundance so that I can help people more that my family can have a beautiful life. I did come here to find my soulmate, to learn, to overcome abandonment and feeling alone and never loving myself. I came here to be bullied, to send me away from my light, to claw my way back into this power. You guys, can you see on the high def? No, you can't. I don't know if you can. I am covered in goosebumps, even more so than the last two days. This is so important. Anybody listening in this moment, your soul wants you to know this information, that what you desire is not just a hope. We've been led there with vision boards where we go, I hope, and I love vision boards, but we have to understand that our desires are not just something that we crisscross, hope, cross our fingers, you know? hope that we get to desire or hope that we get to experience. It's what we're meant to experience. And these desires are breadcrumbs leading you to the highest expression why you actually came here. And on a soul level, you came here to grow through the things you've been through. You came here to remember your power right here, right now at this time in your life. So you are magnetic when you are naturally being you, as we talked about in day one, 
when your authenticity is turned up to 222%, when you are shining from the inside, that is when you are magnetic. When you are in your frame, when you are in your power, when you are in yourself, that is when you start to become magnetic. You will never become more more magnetic trying to be like that person or trying to be like that. You will be magnetic when you lean into who you truly are and how spirit made you, which is what we talked about on day one. You become magnetic when you clear the resistance that you have been holding day two, when you literally create space for the things you desire. And that was in the pre-work, the law of subtraction. If you want to go back to any of these things, for those of you that officially signed up, there's a drive folder link that gets sent to you with every replay, everything that you go into that folder and all the materials are there. The free bonus meditation, the open to receive, the workbooks, the pre-work, go back, take this stuff in. This is a course that I'm doing for free. Take it seriously as a course if it's resonating with you and go back through these things. But the law of subtraction that was in the pre-work is about you creating physical space for what you desire. Because up until now, you desire something, but there's a core wound in the way, as we talked about yesterday. All of us had something that went like, oh yeah, you know, like I wanted money, but I was always told money's hard to make. Those two things were directly, directly contradicting themselves. I also wanted money, but I didn't have a lot of self-value, self-worth, which is a whole other topic. Worth, money, value, self-value, abundance, the abundance you carry, the self-value you put on yourself. It's all so related. But these things were contradicting. I wanted money. I'm a good person. I have a family to feed. I'm doing, you know, sources work. I'm trying. I'm putting myself out there. What the hell universe? That's where I was for a bunch of years because I desired it, but my blocks were in the way. So you become magnetic when you clear the resistance of what you have been holding with what is between you and that state of being that you desire, the confidence, the abundance, the health. There's just something in the way, and this is a hard truth, but I say it because I freaking love you. There's something in the way or you would already have it. And it's not that you're weak and it's not that you can't figure it out. And it's not that you're broken. You just haven't heard it yet. It hasn't clicked yet. Although maybe hopefully through this event, it has, but there's just something in the way directly contradicting what you say you want. You become magnetic when I want you to hear this. This is a formula and like, take this in. You become magnetic when your desires, your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions all get in alignment with what you desire. You become magnetic when your desires, thoughts, beliefs, and actions all get on the same page. Think of it as your job to become a desirable host to what you want. It's like a house being laid on shitty foundation. It's like a river trying to gush through when the riverbed hasn't been carved out. It's trying to put money when you don't have a bank account. You need the holding space. So your job becomes to become a desirable host for that which you desire, that which you want. You have to create the space, which is what we talked about yesterday. If I want love, but I believe that 
everybody's going to betray me. I don't have any space for love because if that man, woman, whoever came into my life and they're like, I love you, or I'm here for you, or I'll be loyal. I'll be being like, yeah, right. I'm just waiting for you to deceive me, for you to leave for you. That will mess up the mojo that will not allow the relationship to unfold as smoothly because you've literally got resistance. So do you guys understand even more resistance, how it plays out like blocks Blocks aren't actually anything innately blocked. I only use blocks because people say blocks, but it's resistance. We have a coding up around us that literally blocks, like our goals cannot penetrate through that wall. So the wall could be like, all men are going to cheat on me, yet I'm looking for a man. They just contradict, right? As we've been talking about. So you become magnetic when your desires, thoughts, beliefs, and actions all get on the same page. So it becomes your job to become a desirable host to what you want. If you want love, as I'm saying, but you're also hating love, you're not a desirable host. If you want health, but you're hating yourself, you're not, it's not a desirable host for health. This is a struggle I'm working through. Hello, my love. Hello, Regan. What is the struggle? Sorry, sometimes I get on a rant and then I have to remember when you commented what I was talking about. Um, but let you, let me know, my love, I'm here for you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So magnetism, right? This is what we've been talking about the whole time. You need to set the scene. You need to set the foundation to start to welcome in what you desire. Remember that magnetism happens when what you desire, believe, and your actions are all in alignment and point to the same direction. They point to the same thing. Then physics comes over, comes in, and your desires become inevitable. What I mean by this, if I want more money, but I've got maybe cluttered bank accounts and I've got some here and some are in the minus and some no judgment on minus, by the way, and some are over here and I'm not paying my bills on time. I've got weird cluttery money energy. I'm avoiding things that's going to put a block up. Say I'm not even trying to offer new things in my business or to think of creative solutions because I'm just so down and go like, ugh, I'm never going to make money. I'm not even trying. That makes me not a desirable host to money. Maybe I've got a lot of beliefs like we talked about on day two about money is the root of all evil, that rich people are schemy or selfish or whatever. That's going to block my money. So it's really starting to like ask yourself these questions about like, where am I not a host for what I desire? If I want to lose weight, yet I'm telling everyone that weight loss is impossible, that my type of body can't do it, that my genetics won't allow me to, it's fine for them. They're naturally thin, but not me. When you create these, I'm going to get into this, which is one of the key, um, uh, exercises for today, life rules, which is one of the signature, um, tools that I teach in activated, which you guys are getting for free. I'm like sharing so much that I'm like, should I be? Yes, I should, because you guys signed up for this literally and on a soul level. So I want to just give it all. Um, so we have to start to make sure that we are in alignment with what we desire and then physics takes over. So as I'm talking about with the money, if I start cleaning up my accounts, if I start making some sort of rhythm to pay my bills on time, even if it's just the minimum, even if it's just something rather than running, if I start looking at my money beliefs and go, like we talked about in week two, is it true that money's the root of all evil? Is it true? Mo money, mo problems. Actually, no money could actually help me solve some of my problems, like the outstanding visa bill, or the fact that I need to go to the dentist or the fact that I want to travel the 
Bali. Money could actually help me. It could even, if I had outrageous abundance or any abundance, I could even start giving to charity more. I could actually start solving other world problems, helping, as I said yesterday, helping friends who need it or someone's daughter that wants to take a course, but she can't afford it or friends that, you know, can't afford a babysitter, but they really need a night out. And I could just gift them things. In fact, money doesn't have to create problems. Money could actually solve some of my problems, not your inner wounds. We know that, but let's look at it for real, right? We got to look at, is this true? And as we clean up our energy around it with everything we're talking about in day one and everything we talked about in day two, and now taking it further with day three, we become a desirable host. And now there's no resistance between us and money. And when there's no resistance, source starts offering us through our intuition ideas. They might be like, remember that expensive thing that you have that you could sell that you've been meaning to sell. You could probably get a hundred bucks for that. Or maybe it's time to start selling your readings and charging for them. Or maybe it's time to look at, you know, you've always wanted to become a VA and help other businesses or photographer or, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's time to start doing that. Maybe once you cut those energetic cords and you free up the energy, any of you guys that are deep into energy know the power of this. If you free up some money energy, cut some cords, and then all of a sudden someone who owes you money from three years ago is like, oh, here you go. Or bonuses from the government or bonuses from work. That's when we start to clear the channel that stuff can actually start to come in. Whether it's ideas, solutions, cash out of nowhere, that's what happens when we become a clear channel. When our thoughts and our beliefs and our actions, sorry, our desires and our beliefs and our actions get on the same page. Okay. So Reagan is saying all of it, the self-worth I'm allowing to block myself from being a good host to receive abundance. Yeah. And you know what? Me too. All of us. I, you know, in one hand, you guys are all perfect. And on the other hand, we all have a trunk of shit that we're dealing with. And some people it's, you know, worse than others, quote unquote. I say that just because some people's stories are horrific, but even if yours hasn't been horrific, it's the same thing. You were wounded. You were told you weren't enough. You were told money beliefs, worthiness beliefs, whatever it is. And now is the time. Now is the time your soul is going, I hear what you want. I know what you are capable of. It is the time, my love, to do the work that you may have been avoiding or you weren't aware of, or the stars hadn't aligned for you yet. It is time now. So how many other people here, like Reagan, suffer with self-worth or allowing yourself to be a good host to abundance, to success, to money? Like really, honestly, give me an emoji, a hand up, a something if you deal with that as well. So Denise saying, sometimes it is hard to find the blocks because we were taught that these things are normal, i.e. girls aren't bosses. It's the way we have to discover what lies. Yeah, the society lies 100%. Spirit sends you an amazing tax searcher. Yeah, exactly, right? But yes, there's been things we've been taught from our parents, from society, what a woman is, what, you know, we talked about this on day two. You know, I have clients that either didn't want children that are constantly told in some way or another that they're not being a real woman or being all that they can be. It's like, oh, you chose not to have children. You chose to have a career. You chose to whatever, whatever else, like it's wrong and bad. We do have these stupid society, um, imprints in us. And that's what I was talking about with my body. I learned and who here that is a woman learned that a thinner body or this, right? This is the picture of health. This is the picture of fitness or whatever. And then we're endlessly going like, Oh, I'm not enough because my body doesn't look like that fucking fake airbrush body. 
<laughs> that is one type of body, you know, never told, uh, told the never enough and all. Yeah. And too much. Yeah. So are you never enough or are you too much? Both. I, I really hear you. I always felt never enough. Like I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I'm even going through this weird week. I posted about it on Instagram the other day where I'm just feeling like it's so sometimes hard. Um, this is a side thing. I'm just going to do this for a second. But um, if any of you resonate with being a star seed, being an old soul, being an empath, it's sometimes we feel like we don't belong here. And it's been really weird this last week of not in any dramatic, this isn't a cry for help. Um, but like, sometimes I just feel like I am not enough for this world. Like I am such a weirdo and have such a hard time, like social stuff. And I don't know all the things. So sometimes I feel like I'm not enough. And then on the other hand, I turn around and I'm like, or am I too much? Am I too woo woo? Am I too sensitive? Am I too out there? And now I've learned that I am what I am and you are what you are. And it's your quiet, um, humbleness and your magnetic personality that make you who you are. So anyways, okay, let's get back to this. So when we are solidly aligned, so our desires, our beliefs, and our actions are on the same page we start to become magnetic. The next element is trust and faith. And I'm going to get all into this. When we start to have trust and faith that of course our manifestations are on the way, this is literally what I meant for that adds to that magnetism. And as I said, we're going to go more in depth with those. But why I want to say this about, of course they're on the way is most of us, if you're being honest, don't feel that we go like, I hope it is. But when, when we go much bigger, like I'm not talking about the 3d world, I'm not talking like, Oh, you're smart enough to achieve this because your brain will go. No, I'm not. Or you're beautiful in the 3d lumps and bumps are beautiful. Like, which is true, but your brain will go. No, that's why Talia, me, my gift is going much bigger and going, your soul signed up for this. Your soul signed up for the abundance, for the miracles, for the blessing, to remember spirit. Your soul came to forget all these things, go through a bunch of shit, learn, extract the blessings that you truly came here for. And then the reward is you get to step into it. It is what you are meant to experience. Coffee sip. Thank you. Yeah. feel like an alien. Yeah, me too. <laughs> literally. So we're going to get into the trust and faith, but first the desires, the beliefs, and the actions. Let's take that a little bit further. So desires, what do I want? What do I want to feel? Most of us know this, right? Often the desires are not the problem. We have been desiring hard for a long time. So what do you want? What do you want to feel? And have patience with yourself that typically when we desire something, it's because we don't have it. So have patience because usually we are going, I want money because we don't feel like we have enough or I want a partner because we don't have a partner, right? That's normal. That's like just completely normal. We desire something. I wouldn't be saying I want a computer if I had a computer that worked or whatever. So just actually understanding that, that that desire has a little bit of built-in lack with it. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but that's okay. We can move through this. This is actually good. So first of all, what do I want? What do I want to feel? And I want you guys in your minds because this is real-time activation. Pick something. Maybe you could go back to day two, the ones that you picked there where we were going through the core narratives. Pick a thing that just comes to the top of your mind. Then you can do this work with the other things as well, but just pick a thing. What do I want? 
How do I want to feel or how is it going to make me feel? Okay, I want more abundance. I want to feel freedom. And then your beliefs. What beliefs? We're going back to tomorrow. Uh, going back to tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to the quantum. No, going back to the Tuesday, day two. What beliefs do I have that con- that directly contradict what I want? Let's just get real. Let's just call it out. It's not a fault. It's not a blame. It's not a lack. It's just real. Okay. We just we don't need to hide from it. So what? Beliefs do I have that (laughs) directly contradict what I want? I get so lit up that my human mouth is like trying to mouth. So I want to be healthy, but I don't believe I can. Health feels hard. I want to um, be confident in my body, but I feel like my body's not enough. I want more money, but money is so freaking hard to make. Like what belief directly contradicts what you want? Find it. Call it what it is. Go through day two if you don't know. And then... Ask yourself with your actions, what actions am I taking helpful and not helpful around my goals? So we all know, take inspired action. But today I want to ask you, what actions are you taking around your goals? Helpful or not helpful? So say I want more money. It's like, what direct actions am I taking around money? Well, number one, like I'm not signing up for the thing because it's going to cost too much or whatever, which is, I believe in making empowered financial decisions. I don't think we should put ourselves way out there and cause extra stress, not going to work, but maybe you haven't been getting yourself a pedicure or a massage or a new phone, even though yours is cracked and broken because it's going to cost an extra 20 bucks a month or just something, right? So if your desire is money, what actions have you been taking around money? Is it avoiding your bank account? Is it not paying somebody back or maybe it's not charging what you're worth in your business, right? So whether it's healthy or not healthy, what are your actions around money? Is it avoidant? Is it stressful? Is it micromanaging? Or is it also like, I'm trying new things. I'm putting myself out there. I've raised my rates or I've asked for a promotion or I've gone for the promotion or whatever it is. I want you to ask yourself helpful or not helpful. What are you doing around that? So say you want, which I think all of us do want more self-worthiness, more confidence to just feel better about ourselves. So what actions are you taking around self-worthiness? Are you, do you have no boundaries? Do you say yes when you mean to say no? Are you overextending yourself? Are you staying small, staying dim, not speaking your opinion, not speaking up? Are you playing small in your life? Are you recounting all of your failures Are you going into a situation later going like, what's wrong with you? Why were you so awkward? You are taking actions in the opposite direction of your goals because they go exactly with your beliefs. Do you know what I mean here? So as I said, in activated, like I'm showing you this entire system, we are workshopping this shit so that it all makes sense. And I'm doing my best to recreate that in a three-day event. So this stuff is deep. Hopefully you feel like you can make some of these connections because you are taking actions, even if they're not helping you. I want more self-worthiness, but I'm not treating myself like I'm worthy. When was the last time I took time for myself? When was the last time that I bought myself something that felt worth it or felt nourishing, even if it was like a $10 fresh press juice? Like when was the last time I treated myself like I was worthy? Like I was confident in myself. So we often are taking we're taking actions that are directly in contradiction. And I had a client who, and this is something we all do. So first of all, like I am never picking on people. Like I always air my laundry list of things that I do. 
but I had a client who was wanting more self-worthiness and there was a lot around her body and we had talks about the scale and things like that. And when she feels down or low or sort of scrambly or desperate as we all get into, she finds she goes and weighs herself and then it creates this whole mind fuck. And in talking about how to break free of these patterns, I say to her, and it's completely up to her, I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do, but I'm saying to her, like, consider taking a break from the scale. Cause it's like an alcoholic, just like having a sip and hoping it doesn't affect their mental health or their addiction. Like we have to treat it. Like I cannot act in ways that are self-destructive anymore. Like I'm learning not to. So for her, it was like, she was trying to feel worthy and trying to separate her body from her worthiness. Same journey I'm on, which is why I actually have not weighed myself in over eight years because that action of weighing myself just for me, it's not for everybody. You do you boo. (laughs) It made it really muddy because I'm like, Oh, this, the number on the scale, that doesn't mean what I'm worthy of, or it doesn't determine what I'm worthy of. But then I get on the scale and go, fuck, no matter what it says, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be enough. Even if I've lost weight, I'd be like, Oh, I didn't lose more. So I just cold Turkey that shit. So we have to look at I say I want health. I say I want my worthiness to come from within, but I'm still trying to validate myself with worth, with how many likes I have on Instagram, with how many Tinder dates match with me, or, you know, I'm I'm trying to like, I'm still pretending that my car determines what I'm worthy of. And like, if I had a fancier car, then people would think, you know what I mean? Like, as long as we're grasping outside ourselves, we're not fully learning the lesson, which is okay. Again, have patience with yourself. This takes time. So with our magnetism activation today, I want to also talk about faith and trust. And this is where things get bigger. This is a Talia part that I feel like is a huge strength of mine. I have weird levels of trust and faith. I think it's just because I'm from a different planet and I have this wisdom within me that it doesn't mean Talia, me, the physical me always is like perfect or on board. I am fucking knee deep with you guys. I am learning as I go, but I do have this higher awareness that somehow came into me from the beginning, but we are meant to live a beautiful life. This is a fact. I am telling you a fact and it's up to you if you want to take it on. We are meant to live a beautiful life. You came here on a soul mission to grow, to learn, to overcome, to step into the light. As I was talking about, it is your birthright to have the things that you want and live the life you desire. Think about it. Either all of those things in your mind's eye that you want and deeply desire, even if it's a specific car or an experience or to travel to a certain place or to heal Those things you deeply desire are meant for you. The other option is that it's some fucking sick joke that we have these visions in our mind. We have these desires in our hearts so much that it hurts. It aches. But what sources just put that in our mind as a joke? Like, we'll see. Ha ha. No, you can't. It's not true. It's not true. You can't. It's not true that you're not smart enough, resourceful enough, able to manifest, create create what you want in this life. You're actually meant to those. If you think of intuition, right? You get an intuitive nudge. It's truth. You get insight, you get psychic information, you get knowledge, you get foresight into something, a good feeling, a bad feeling, a gut instinct, a, I don't know about that. We learn as intuitives, as empaths, as seekers, we learn to go like, Oh my God, we have an inner GPS. And we learn to trust that this intuition is true that that is source directly speaking to us. So that's not a big leap from the visions you have in your mind's eye. 
Because intuition, if you're clairvoyant, you'll have visions in your mind's eye, or you'll have a knowing, or you'll hear something with clairaudience, or you'll feel something with clairsentient. That is truth. So what about when you feel drawn to go to a certain location, when you feel that you're meant to have a soulmate, that you're meant to have abundance, when you deeply desire it, when you can see it in your mind's eye, it is also truth. It is also meant for you. So those desires were put in you on purpose as breadcrumbs leading you to or on a path to them. I want you to hear that again, because there's a subtlety there that you may not have heard before. Those desires are put into you on purpose as breadcrumbs leading you on the path to them. So why I say leading you on the path is because again, your soul came here to learn lessons, to grow. Your soul is like in school and your human self is like in a candy shop going like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And your soul self is like, I came to learn unconditional love. I came to transcend. I came to become in, like to come into my soul's purpose, to radiate who I truly am. So you hear that your soul came here for school to learn, to grow, to experience, to like get better over time, to expand. And your human self is like, I want to go to the beach and I want to go to Airbnbs and I want a hot, sexy man or woman beside me, or I want money. Totally fine. We're we're meant for both. So those desires you have in your mind's eye are leading you on a path toward those things you want. And exactly what you came here to learn as a soul will show up in the resistance that you have between that and what you want. Can you stay here with me in this? So I want money. And so we go, I'm just using an example. So we go on this manifestation journey. What's the mantra for money? What's the one, right? I'm a millionaire. Not really how this works. My soul signed up to remember my worthiness. My human self wants money. My soul self wants to remember my worthiness, to remember my divine birthright as a spirit, to remember that money is just a frequency and I have the power to create, to serve, to be in abundance. So when you desire something, you desire it in your mind. You see that trip in B- to Bali or the self-confidence and your soul is like, let's go for the ride. Your soul knows it's going to take healing. Your soul knows that you need to move through these things, but it's literally what it came here for. It came here for that learning. So I hope that this helps you to have trust and faith that I am meant for the things that I desire. And that's not an empty thing. Like I'm meant for it. And if you're strong enough, you'll do it. If you're determined enough, you'll do it. If you're special enough, you'll do it. No, you're going to do it. That's what you came here for in this lifetime. It becomes, when are you ready to learn the assignments, to take on the work? And by the way, you're already ready or you wouldn't be here. So remember that humans, this is so juicy, you guys, humans have a linear view and see things in duality, black and white, you know, up and down, right and wrong. So we see things as working or not working. And that is not exactly how it goes up until the moment you manifest up until the moment you have the breakthrough. It seems in the physical world, like it's not working, 
but it is working. It has been working behind the scenes the entire time. Can you guys let me know if this resonates? I'd love an emoji, a comment, something to let me know that this is resonating with you or let me know if it's not. (laughs) So we look at things like it's not working. I want abundance, but I don't have it yet. So it's clearly not working. We're always starting at square one as a human. We are devalidating what we've been through. We are not seeing it as a progress, as a journey. And we're just going back. I'm not there yet. Imagine a hike up until you get to the end of the hike. You could say it's not working, but it is working. You're on the hike. Every single step is moving you closer, but you could stand there and be like, I'm not at the waterfall yet. I'm not at the waterfall yet. I'm not at the, it's clearly not working, but everyone would think you're crazy. Or they would be like, what are you even talking about? Like we're 45 minutes in, we've only got 20 to go. Like, what do you mean? It's not working. That's exactly what happens in this physical experience. It's not that it's not working. It is working. It is working. So we look at things like it's working or not working, but it's always working. And you are always moving toward what you desire. Even if you're stuck in looping patterns, even if you're stuck in self-sabotage, stuck in triggers, endlessly feeling frustrated and blocked and triggered. That is the assignment showing itself to say, love, we need to move through this because what you want is right on the other side. We want to be at the end of the hike, but we must walk the journey. We want to be at the waterfall. We want to dip our toes. We want to skinny dip in the pool in the middle of the forest or whatever. We want that. We want to get to the end, but we have to walk the path. In this example, there's no fancy jet that can take you from the beginning to the end. There's no helicopter that can lift you from the beginning to the end. You signed up for the hike. You signed up for the journey. And it's not that it's not working. It is working. So we're going to get into life rules for a minute after this, which is like massive. I'm going to read. I have a a little bit more on this. Actually, I'm just going to finish this and then I'm going to read your beautiful comments. So you're always moving toward what you desire. And the thing to remember is that you are on a growth journey. And as you learn to see roadblocks as teachable moments, roadblocks as soul lessons, you are able to expand and grow and heal through these things that come up to, as I always say, grow through what you go through, heal the resistance. And right on the other side is what you desire. That is the way this experience works. We desire money. Spirit will show us exactly what is in contradiction to that money we desire in a trigger, in a looping pattern, in a self-sabotage, in a moment of like, ah, because spirit knows that if we're not getting the lesson, when we get really frustrated, they don't want to do this to us. But when we get really frustrated and we go, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Fine. Spirit. I clearly don't know the answer. Fine. Show me, help me. That moment is a crack open. That moment is us stopping just doing the thing we're always doing, hoping it's going to work and actually cracking open to be fine. I'm going to listen. So sometimes that rock bottom, that peak of frustration, it's always actually this peak of frustration is asking you to crack open and go, okay, I'm open another level. What is in my way? And this is when we go back to week two and you go again on it or sorry, day two, honestly, okay, I want money. There's something here. What did I believe? What did I empathically pick up on? What's the running narrative? 
and working on healing that because your soul wants to heal. Your human self just wants to label everything as working or not working there, good or bad. They're doing better than me. I'm behind, but you're not. It is working and it always has been working. These roadblocks are teachable moments. They're valuable lessons going like you can't, oh, you can't avoid me to get to where you want. It's like a bridge to where you want, but it's disguised as something really uncomfortable. So then we go like, oh, it's not working. I'm triggered all over the place. It's not working. We use it as proof it's not working and we end up deeper in the narrative of it's not working. But what we need to know how to do is to like workshop this life, to grow through what you go through, to use it as a healing moment, or else we're just going to keep trying to override the healing and ending up back in the loop, back in the loop, which is the most frustrating place to be. Someone said that your soul's journey is like a video game leveling up and each level is more difficult to navigate and earth is the highest, most difficult level. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Earth is like a difficult ride and we all knew that coming here. That's why we signed up for like a journey of growth and we knew it's not going to be easy. So I want you to like sink that in even deeper. What if it's not that it's not working? What if it's just that your soul is calling you for deeper levels of growth? And it's inevitable that on the other side of that growth is the desire you want because that it is meant for you. It is absolutely meant for you. So much so. Fire emojis. Love it. No magic pill. The journey makes it worth it, but so hard to remember when being triggered. Totally. That's why I'm writing an entire book on this. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at recognizing those triggers as lessons. Yeah. And when you just click into truth, the day comes that you're like, I'm done doing it my way. It hasn't been working. I'm going to try this other way. And we, we get triggered, like I'm going to, we have a lot to cover, so I'm going to move on. But I just want to say this about like the example of money and then a bill comes in the mail and I'm instantly triggered. If I take that second to go, what am I feeling right now? And then it's like, fuck, no matter how, you know, one step ahead, two steps back, or no matter how hard I try money's always, you know, I use these examples in other weeks or on other days, so I won't go over and over it. But when we look at that, if we could take the human out of it, which I know is a tall ask (laughs) and just go like, what is this bringing up in me? It's bringing up lack and scarcity and frustration and feeling like I'm not good enough. Okay. Those things are the things that your soul is wanting you to move through, whether it's to do with money or not, whether it's to do with money or love or body or where you are in life or your purpose or your business or anything. Your soul wants you to move through that lack, that scarcity, that lack of belief, that lack of worthiness, that lack of confidence. So it's just showing you through money. The assignment is trying to reach you no matter where, in every which way. Value yourself more. Learn to love yourself. Show up for yourself. You are worth it. You are valuable. You have innate gifts and talents waiting to be expressed. You are naturally magnetic. They're trying to show you that. So they will use the things that you desire because they're important to you. They can get your attention through those things. If they just gave you everything that you desired, if this universe just gave you everything you desired, you would not learn, right? We are here for a learning journey more than we are just to have fancy shit, but we absolutely get to have both. We just need to understand that, right? So the problem is humans look at not having it as it's not working, And that's not true. So let's start to break it down right now and say to yourself, it's not that it's not working. I am on the journey. 
It's not that it's not working. I am on the journey. It is working. So we're going to get into meaning making and life rules. It's a lot to cover. I'm going to kind of go through this. Let me know your questions, but this is going to, in some of my clients, this has been the most powerful thing they've learned through working one-on-one with me. Um, and so this is huge value. I'm just going to take a sip. So humans are meaning-making machines, as I say. We talked about this in the program, The Empowered Empath, if you've ever taken that. Humans are meaning-making machines. Our brains are wired to create meaning to what we see and assess things for safety, right? We talked about on the savanna, you know, we are assessing things and I use the example, I think I use the example of a giraffe, but say there's an example of like a lion and they have, you know, they're migrating and they find like a den and then in the night a hyena comes in and goes through the den and kills some young or whatever, there's a big battle. The lion now has a heightened sense of instinct. The whole family does. Maybe they realize this turf isn't ours, we have to move now or hyenas equal danger. So as the other young are sleeping, the mom or the dad is surveying the the savannah because it's instinct to survive. That's what we are still operating in, in that's why they call it the reptilian brain or the monkey mind, because it's old school. It's, it's navigating. Most of our brain is navigating out of survival. So our brain is wired to see that duality. I think that's the, that's the systemic reason for like racism and things, because I think our brain picks out what's different. And they actually say with children's brains, it's really cool. They don't do that for a certain extent until the ego really starts to develop. So I saw this reel the other day where there was two kids and they were supposed to describe what was different between them. And each of the kids were almost always either a completely different ethnicity. Like one would have quite light skin, one would have quite dark skin, or one had a, a visible sort of like disability or something. One was in a wheelchair and the other one wasn't. And they'd say like, what are the differences between us? And every kid was like, I like spaghetti and they don't, or my mom's name is Rachel and her mom's name is this, or she likes daisies and I like roses. Like that was what they saw as differences. They didn't see skin color. They didn't see, you know, abilities. They saw that they were like, um, and some of them couldn't even think of it. And it would be so great. Cause there'd be a very light skinned, maybe like Asian or something child with a very dark skin, like an African, um, child. And they're going, ah, like they can't even see the differences. It's so beautiful. But as our ego develops, we learn to see the differences because we're always trying to assess, am I better or worse than them? Am I in threat or not? So our brain makes meaning to things constantly. And I call it a meaning making machine. So nothing has a fixed meaning. The meaning that we create to things is based on our perception and our past and our mindset and our beliefs, what we've been through, right? So if I make $5,000 one day, I could make it mean, oh my goodness, $5,000. It's only going to get better from here. This is evidence that I am moving forward. This is a great day. Or I could be like, oh, it's nice once, but like, where's the, where's it going to come from? $5,000 goes really fast. And like, you know, it's just going to be gone. And then how am I going to make the next 5,000 or it's a fluke or yeah, this is great once. Do you see how like my energy can override even a blessing because I give it meaning. So as an empath, for any of you that are empaths, maybe give me an emoji if you feel that you are an empath. We feel things deeply. We perceive a hundred things in a room when other people only perceive five (laughs) because we have a tendency 
to notice, perceive, pick up on things, which means we have a tendency to give things a lot of meaning. So recognizing that the things that happen to us don't innately have meaning. This is us giving it meaning. So if you have debt, it doesn't mean that you're never going to manifest money. If you haven't found a partner yet and you're 40 or over 40 or 50 or 60, it doesn't mean that you're not going to find a partner. If you have tried all the diets or ways to lose weight, it doesn't mean you're not going to lose weight. Notice the meanings you give to things, particularly about where you are in your life. Like, oh, I'm a parent of two, I should be making more money or, oh, I'm almost 30. I should be married by now. Or, oh, I should have done this. I should do that. Whatever. None of it is in in innately true. You are the one that gives the meaning. So recognizing that what happens to us doesn't have any meaning and we have the power to give it a powerful meaning. This, you guys, is friggin' magnetism activation. This is the core. This is the essence. One tool that perfectly encapsulates what it means to be magnetic is us giving positive meaning to our lives. So another example of how we give things meaning. If a partner bought flowers for their significant other, just out of the blue, one person would say, oh my goodness, it's so sweet. That's so amazing. He's so considerate. Oh my goodness. And somebody else would be like, flowers? That is freaking cheesy. No effort. That is not creative. They're just trying to get me in bed. They're just trying to whatever, right? So giving flowers, is it nice and sweet or is it lazy and, you know, not meaningful? It's completely up to the person who receives the flowers. Things are empty and meaningless. We give life meaning. We create meaning behind the things that happen in our lives. We create how we feel. We create how things are going to go for us. And I want you to hear before we get into the signature tool and start wrapping up, our reality responds to us, not the other way around. So if every time I get a bill in the mail or my phone bills up a little bit or whatever, I go, see, I'm never going to get ahead. See, money's always going out. And I choose to make meaning to that. Money always goes out. It never comes in. And I make that meaning. I start anchoring it into my belief system. Actually, in general, usually it's there already. It is our belief system coming out. But either way, we cement it in. If I try yoga for a week and I'm like, oh, I didn't lose 30 pounds. See, I'm never going to do it. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We are dramatic, meaning-making humans. And spirit's going like, you didn't even give it a chance. And you wrote it off as it didn't work. So we are the one that gives meaning. Life responds to us. If you want to be truly magnetic, I want to introduce to you life rules, which as I said, is one of the signature um, tools that I teach in Activated This is in the Art of Deliberate Creation Week, where I offer so many tools on how to physical, tangible tools that you can do every day to deliberately create what you want. And I start with life rules. So your reality and your results are a byproduct of what your beliefs are, right? We've been going through this. You understand this. When you have solid beliefs, you become a magnet to your beliefs being proved right. Let me say that again. When you have strong beliefs, you become a magnet to being proved right. 
So if you believe that you are unworthy, if you believe that all men or women cheat on you, if you believe that money is elusive and slips through your fingernails or fingers and is so hard to make and so easy to spend and you're never going to get out of debt, that is what will happen. Life will prove you right. This is the law of attraction. This is how things work. This is part of the thing you came here to learn. That's why this human experience is so dense because people go, but Talia, it's real. It's real. Every time I make money, it slips through my fingertips. I'm like, I know, right? We talked about this in day two, the chicken or the egg, the energy always comes first, but it gets reinforced by physical reality. And then we go, but it's real. And we can't get ourselves out of the trap because we've created a life rule. And that life rule is money is hard or I am not enough. My body is shameful. I don't have confidence. People like me don't get rich. People like me can't lose weight because of my genetics, my metabolism, whatever. This disease is incurable. I will never move through this. I will always have mental health issues. These are rules we make for our life. And then life bends to make us right with the law of attraction. So with life rules, let me know if this resonates with you, you guys, this is huge. This is like, people don't come across this. People will drop off at this point. People don't want to take this in. Don't it's too much unless you are an old soul ready to crack open to this experience even deeper. Then you will receive this information and you will go, wait, what? Hang on. Yes. Yes. Let's take this in a little bit more. Your anchored beliefs become a trajectory, become a starting point where life will bend to make you right. And I want you to think about any time you had a strong cemented belief that did not serve you and how right it felt. So one of mine from way back in the day is I can look at a cake and gain weight and all my friends could eat dessert and it wouldn't make a difference. I feel like I have one friggin' cupcake and I've ballooned up 20 pounds. I made myself right by going, uh, I can like, why would I say that? <laughs> just look at a cake and gain weight. Just now what I know about the universe, it's like, uh, and you wonder why you were stuck, right? We start to see proof for it. See, they're fine. They're fine. I ate it. Now I'm bloated. Now I have to work it off. We create all this fucking meaning. It doesn't actually exist. People can lose weight with only exercise. People can lose weight with only nutrition. People can lose weight on keto, on plant-based, on intuitive eating when they believe in it. That's why the placebo effect, you guys, you know, this, this is old school. Now it's so, it baffles me that we know collectively about certain things, yet we don't put it together as a society. And I think there's a lot of other systemic things going on, ways that they want us to stay in the dark ways. They don't want us to be in our power, but the placebo effect, everybody knows about that, whether you're spiritual or not, everybody knows about the placebo effect. People can take a freaking sugar pill and experience results when they think that it's their blood pressure pill, or they think that it's a mood stabilizer or an antidepressant or a painkiller. Their pain can go down by taking a sugar pill because they think it's a painkiller. If this doesn't show you how the universe works, I don't know what does. So with life rules, the universe wants you to have good things, wants you to experience blessings all damn day, but it cannot override your energy. This is the part where you have free will. This is the part where you signed up to grow and to realize that you are a powerful creator. So sometimes we have to realize that by looking back 
and being like, damn, I created a lot of struggle, not in self-shame, not in self-judgment, in reflection. You know what? I see why my relationships were hard because I always was waiting to be let down. I could never trust anyone. I couldn't let someone in. We can see looking back how we had a hand in our stuff, but often it's hard to see now. But the universe wants you to have good things, but also wants you to grow as I've been saying. So we signed up for growth and expansion, not a vending machine universe. There's a podcast episode fairly recently called We Do Not Live in a Vending Machine Universe that talks more in depth about this. That being said, if you want to learn how to hack the system and be able to create specific results, you first need to get your beliefs on board about what you can and can't do, what you're worthy of, how this experience works. So life rules. Today, we are creating new rules that push the edge of what we believe, that expands our energy into a new place where we will all of a sudden become way more magnetic, totally magnetic to miracles. To use life rules, that is what the tool is called, to use life rules effectively, we need to find a belief that we can hold on to that we believe or is within our realm of belief that we want to believe. It's like a mantra that actually expands you. So when you have a mantra that's like, I'm a millionaire, as I always say, that usually doesn't expand you. But when you say, I am learning how to be abundant every day, I step into more abundance. I am learning to unleash my natural magnetism. That is something that if you said, I am learning to unleash my natural magnetism and you're on a walk and you're like, I am learning how to unleash my natural magnetism. That could be a mantra, a life rule that expands you. So life rules are expectations and understandings that you have about how this life is going to go. And without realizing it, most people create limiting life rules that keep them stuck. Let me know if this is resonating with you guys. Let me know that you are hearing this, that it is expanding you. Our subconscious beliefs are often what made the life rule in the first place, right? Money's hard. I am unworthy. We understand that's our upbringing. That's the way the world trained us. We have grace. We have understanding. We have patience for that part of us. But we're creating these rules that were based on a subconscious limiting belief that is not even actually true. And then it gets played out over and over. So it's time to flip that up as you overhaul and reprogram your life. So in Activated, we have an entire week on subconscious and conscious reprogramming because that is the thing is we need to look at what we were brought up to believe like we talked about on day two about like the immigrant mentality of like, you have to work, work, work because one of the beautiful souls, Brie, her dad was an immigrant and worked really hard and instilled like really hard work ethic, hardworking ethic, which is amazing, but also led her to believe that she's never doing good enough or she doesn't deserve kudos until it's like an A plus plus or whatever else. Right. We have to look at what we, what we believed and flip the script on that shit and start to expand into what I'm talking about. This trust, this faith, this, this, you get to experience what you desire. There's just been beliefs in your way and you have the power to create new ones. So there are lots of examples, um, to come in a minute of life rules that you could adopt and adapt, which is, um, (laughs) I know I'm so, I'm talking so fast. There's also a lot to get to. Um, 
So uh, there's a lot of life rules I'm going to go through in a second. Um, and I want you to pick three today that as I'm talking, writing them down, that really feel yummy to you. Go through the workbook and find the life rules that you want to take on. You are a powerful creator. If you've tuned into all three days, part of you has expanded. Even if you are already an intuitive and a seeker and you're knee deep in this work, being in this energy expands you. Being around people who talk like this expand you. I know that personally is like, I need to be around big thinkers because that pushes the edge of my thought where I've been able to take myself. It pushes me further. So through this, through these three days, you've been expanded by these concepts and it's time to make it even bigger and really anchor it into your life to make you magnetic. So your life rules are rules on how you believe this life goes and things that you completely make up that then become bent to prove you right. So for me, I can't eat any carbs or I gain weight. Or of course the one I was sharing about, like I can look at a cake and gain weight. I am never going to say that to myself now. What I say now is I eat what I desire and I am always moving into a higher place. Or I, part of my healthiest self is having a treat once in a while, having, you know, what basically whatever I want, I can eat what I want and continue to get healthier. So I create new rules for myself around health. And under that is even, I am worthy of being, of showing up for myself. I'm worthy of yoga. I'm worthy of prepping my giant lunch salad yesterday so that I can have it today. I'm worthy of drinking more water. I'm worthy of cutting down on alcohol or substances or, you know, processed food or whatever. So I have lots of beliefs that help support the fact that I am only getting healthier and healthier. One life rule, even around health, people say it's all downhill after 30, 40, whatever. I don't fucking believe that. Me and my husband always say I get better with age. Like we say that about each other and ourselves. I'm just going to get healthier as I get older. As I know myself more, as I sink into my power, as I own this lifetime, life is getting better and better. I don't believe it's all downhill after a certain age. I actually believe we continue to go uphill until the end. So you decide these life rules. And after your life rules are made, I want you to start to repeat them, to hear them in your footsteps. I'm going to get into this after I go through the life rules and get excited about this new reality unfolding. Allow your soul to guide you rather than your ego saying it's not true. So examples for life rules and write down any of the ones, if you can write as fast as I'm talking, <laughs> they're also in the workbook that resonate with you. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. I am always moving forward, even when I feel like a mess. That could be a life rule. I am always moving forward, even when I feel like a hot mess. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. So the key here, before I go into more, is we want to find one that you do. There's a flicker of belief there. Because if I said, I... I'm a millionaire, as I say. I don't believe that. I, I personally, I don't know about you, I really do hope you have a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars yet. So me saying I'm a millionaire instantly creates resistance. So these are a way of cutting through that, expanding your awareness into a new life rule that serves you, but not so far-fetched that you don't believe it. 
So some of these you're not going to believe. Some of these you're going to go, ooh, that feels expanding, right? If I said like, I own a BMW, like, no, I don't. But if I say my ideal car is meant for me and making my way to me right now, that I actually can get behind, right? So everything is working out for me. The better it gets, the better it gets. I love that one. That's an Abraham Hicks one. The better it gets, the better it gets. Right now, I'm in the process of manifesting blank. Right now, I am in the process of manifesting money. I'm in the process of manifesting confidence. I'm in the process of manifesting my dream body, even if I can't see it yet. Remember, we are meaning-making machines. We create meaning to life. Either you are on the path right now or you're not. It's up to you. Remember that analogy with the hike. If every step along the hike, you're going, I'm not at the end of the hike yet. I'm not at the waterfall yet. It's not working. I should turn back. I'm going to just sit down, throw away the tent. It's not working. What the hell's the point? Everybody would look at you and go like, what are you talking about? You're on a hike. It's a journey. We will get there. We only have like 20 minutes. Stop being a drama queen, (laughs) you know, but instead that's exactly what we do. So start to see your journey as it is working. I, right now I am manifesting more money right now. I am in the process of manifesting more well-being. So another one is I am worthy of my goal. It is happening for me. I can feel it. I am worthy of a life of abundance. I am worthy of a life of self-love and calm. And right now I can feel it. I'm starting to manifest it. Let me know as I say any of these, if you can type the ones that um, reach out to you or, or stick out to you, if you can. Um, triggers mean I'm moving through something important. Imagine if that was a life rule for you. Triggers mean that something important's come up and that means I'm moving through it. A trigger is something important coming up. Imagine that as a life rule. And that, again, you might already believe that, but you haven't yet given it words. A trigger means there's something important coming up. Now I know, especially through writing this book and all this work I do and activate with my clients, I know that a trigger is me moving forward toward my goal because it's the universe showing me what is in my way. And if I wasn't being shown what was in my way, that means I'm not even actually making my way toward it. So it's actually a good thing. So a trigger is showing me more It's showing me a place where I can heal. It's actually showing me an area of expansion. So what if that was a life rule? Triggers mean I'm moving forward into something important or through something important. What about as I sleep, I attract miracles. If any of you has access, if you have bought access to the manifestation training library that I have, um, there's a link in the bottom of the show notes of every podcast episode for a podcast listener deal to access that um, library for like over hundred bucks off. Or if you've ever joined Activated or been a private client, you'll have access to the manifestation training library. And in there is a signature tool that I teach all my clients called Manifest While You Sleep. And part of it is believing that as you are sleeping, you are moving toward what you desire and creating a ritual around it. So imagine if you believed as I sleep, I attract miracles and what that would do for you. Because as you anchor in a belief, the world revolves around making you right. Reality shifts to make you right. So what life rules can you adapt and adopt that are going to serve you? So what about my body knows how to be healthy? and I'm working on allowing it. I tell myself all the time, my body is trying and is moving toward its peak state. And it's my job 
to allow it, to pick up on the nudges, to nourish it. So what if one of your life rules is my body knows how to be healthy? (sighs) That may change your life on its own if your goals are related to health. What about every dollar I invest in myself comes back to me tenfold? I've shared this on the podcast. I won't go too in depth with the story, but this belief came about when I was in a mastermind and we were going on a trip with the mastermind. I was going to go meet my coach and we had this intimate like workshop in New York city and I really wanted to go and I didn't have the money for the flight and the hotel and all the stuff. And I started, this is actually when life rules came around. This was years ago. And I started going, no, when I invest in myself, it comes back tenfold and I had, um, basically I was trying to get the money for this trip. So I was trying to find a way that I could, that I could invest. And I was trying to like scrape things together. So I kept telling myself when I invest in myself, it comes back to me tenfold. When I invest in myself, it comes back to me tenfold. I started thinking about the investment in that mastermind. And I was like, well, I invested like quite a few thousand dollars. So that must mean that more is coming to me. So we were down to less than a week before the trip. Yes, every dollar invest. So we were down to less than a week and I just like anchored in. I'm like, I'm going to get myself a massage. I'm going to do a pedicure. I wasn't going to spend thousands of dollars because I was trying to save for this trip. But I, I went there. I was at the store. I'm like, I buy organic. That's one thing that's very important to me. I was like, I'm investing in myself with this organic produce and all this stuff. And I kept just holding that faith. It's coming back to me tenfold. I will have enough for this trip. I will have enough. Everyone's like, are you coming to Leah? I'm like, totally. Less than a week before no ticket actually bought yet. And I just kept telling myself and then out of fucking nowhere came a tax return. I've talked about the story a little bit, a whole bunch of things that the government owed me money. It was years in the making. $44,000 came into my life, which was such a massive chunk out of nowhere. And I was like, I'm actually coming on the trip up until two days ago. I didn't even know if I was coming. And I did. And I just noticed since then I go, no, every time I invest in myself, it comes back to me tenfold. And sometimes investing in myself, if it's a mentor, the money comes back, but also the energetics, right? When I invest in myself, if it's a pedicure, a massage, a course, a mentor that like, it's not just a putting out, it's a receiving, you receive support, new tools, healing, energetic space, that shit will come back to you tenfold. When you buy yourself a pedicure or whatever else, and you know it and you own it and you say to yourself, it comes back to me tenfold. That act of treating yourself well does energetically come back to you tenfold. So what about that? Every dollar I invest in myself comes back to me tenfold. Whenever I listen to my heart, I am propelled forward. What about that for a life rule? When I drink water, I attract abundance. I will do this with my water. I'll be like, every sip I take attracts me abundance. I can feel that abundance coming into my life. So every dollar, so whenever I listen to my heart, I'm propelled forward. When I drink water, I attract abundance. The more I take care of myself, the more blessings I receive. When I take time for me, I become more successful. I will always be presented with the right resources as I need them. I am always presented with the right resources as I need them. I am always presented with my next step, with my next activation, with the next block of wisdom, of information, of tools, of resources that I need as I need them. That is true because you are attracted to this and there's something in these three days for you as you needed it, it was attracted to you. So what about if you told yourself every time, I will always be presented with the right resources as I need them. 
What about making money is as easy as breathing air? That one can be hard for some people, but when you click into that, like, yes, making money is easy. It's like breathing air, no big deal. What about whenever I listen to my intuition, it propels me forward. Every time I listen to my intuition, it propels me forward. When I work out, I attract abundance. When I work out, I attract well-being. As I work out, I am literally creating my dream life. Feel it in every lunge. Feel it in every downward dog, in every pulse of the weights that you lift. Every time I lift this weight, I am attracting good things toward me. Every time I go on a walk, I am amplifying my well-being. I am attracting spiritual guidance and support and abundance toward me. Start creating new life rules that support you. So some of the ones that are resonating, just reading every dollar I invest come back to, comes back to me tenfold. I am always moving forward. Even when I feel like a hot mess, a hundred percent. Yes, me too. Yesterday I cried. I laughed. I screamed. I went through all of it yesterday. I was a hot mess, but I am also moving forward. And I know that. Yes. I love this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing my loves. So with these life rules, what we actually do with them is as you create one and just take, I'm going to recommend in the workbook, you take three or up to three, but take, take one right now. So one of them that resonated with you guys, I'm always moving forward, even when I'm a hot mess or even when I feel like a hot mess. So, or, or maybe when I take care of myself, I receive more blessings. So I want you to breathe it in. Say it to yourself as you breathe in and out. I am always moving forward or choose one even for right now. If you can to close your eyes, to take a breath right now, I am moving forward, even if it doesn't feel like it right now, even though I'm unsure of what's next, clarity is coming. I am moving forward, even if I can't see the end yet just like that hike. If you were on a hike going, how do I know if I'm moving forward? I'm not moving forward. How do I know we're ever going to get there? Maybe we're never going to get there. And you just sat down and you plunked down all your stuff and you're like, that's it. It's hopeless. I've taken like a thousand steps. I'm still not there. I clearly can't do this. Everybody would be like, are you okay? Like, you know, we're just on a hike, right? So look at it like you're on a hike. Look at it like you're on a journey toward this best life, toward the goals. Every single thing you do is moving you forward. Every meditation, every walk, every time you have higher awareness, every time you cry and purge yourself of emotions, every time you allow yourself to be supported, every time you do a little bit more inner child work, every time you wake up and choose how you want to experience this day, you are moving forward. So take this mantra, bring it into your life, embody it. Bring it into your body, breathe it in, move to this mantra, to music, or as you're going for a walk, this is a tool and activated. I love to teach about hear the mantra in your steps as you're walking. I am moving forward. Even though I don't know my next step, I am moving forward. I am moving forward. I am moving forward. The better it gets, the better it gets. I am open to blessings. Miracles are happening all around me. I am magnetically attracting the life that is meant for me. I am open and willing to receive. I am willing and open for my next level. 
I'm willing to see what is next. I'm willing to receive more in this life. Every day I am moving forward. Every workout I do brings me closer to abundance. Every sip of water I take fills me with life force. Every time I listen to my intuition, I move forward. Every time I believe in myself, I move forward. Every time I invest in myself, it comes back to me tenfold. These are the energies we want to start to embody but you find your life rule. You find what works for you, but that energy will make you magnetic to the blessings in your life. So take that thing you want, create a mantra every day. I'm moving forward toward blank. Uh, Right now I am moving toward higher abundance right now. I'm moving forward toward expanding or stepping into my purpose right now. I'm moving toward higher health. Because the other option is continuing to say to ourselves, I am not moving forward. I am stuck. I am blocked. I can't do it. I've tried. I can't, right? And these are all innocent things, but those are life rules that people create. It's all downhill after 40. You can't do this after this time. You're too young to do this. You're too old to do this. You're not attractive anymore. You're not this enough. People like you with birthmarks on their face can't be influential and famous. It's all bullshit. And it's up to us to create rules that support us in our life. What about spirit always has my back? What about my spirit team is always rooting me on? I receive signs and synchronicities every single day. Every day I see more evidence of my success. Every day I'm moving forward, whether it's an up day or a down day, I am still moving forward. On a hike, whether you walk slowly or you walk quickly, you're still moving forward. That is a fact. Every day you live, you are moving forward. And I want you to believe that, to know of this natural magnetism. And where I'm going to end is my love. You are a powerful creator. You came here to discover this divine power, to believe in yourself, to believe in this malleable reality and that you have the chance the opportunity, the blessing to move forward, to choose to move forward. So no more, I am blocked. No more, I am stuck. Switch it into even when I feel stuck, I am still moving forward. Even when I feel blocked, I'm seeing there's something big in there for me because your next step is buried deep within that block, within that feeling frustrated. It's not even that deep. Once you get used to seeing it, you can see it. So true magnetism is walking around knowing I am a magnet to that, which I desire. I expect blessings to roll into my experience today. I experience, or I expect unexpected blessings. I expect, I expect unexpected blessings. Love it. I expect miracles. I expect synchronicities. Money is going to walk into my life today. Money is going to walk into my life within the next couple of days, totally unexpected. I am worthy of living a beautiful life. I am enough as who I am. This is what makes you magnetic. When you declare these things out into the universe, life universe bends to make you right the same way as it does with our limiting beliefs. When I believe that money always slips through my fingertips, guess, guess what? There's unexpected bills all the time. 
There's always things to spend my money on. I get a little bit and it's gone because life is making me right. Because I continue to repeat with my actions, with my beliefs, money's hard, money's hard, money's hard. Money is a neutral resource. It doesn't have to be hard. And I know that's like really difficult to take in when it has been so hard, but that's even more room for your breakthrough. What if money is not innately hard? And what if I am learning how to make money easy? What if that was your life rule? Right now, I am learning how to make money easy. Right now, I am learning that I am a miracle attractor. I make the meaning of this life. Because it's not here does not mean it's not going to happen. Because you're this age at this time and you haven't doesn't mean that you should have already. Doesn't mean that. Your soul's going, there's no should, my love. You're exactly where you need to be. So what if that was a rule? I'm exactly where I need to be. Solutions and blessings are attracted to me. I don't need to scramble. I don't need to hustle. I will act when I am inspired, but that shit gets attracted to me just by me being me. I get to be me and attract blessings. Make that a life rule. So I hope, my love, that this has served you. I hope that you feel the potency, that you understand that you are, are not, you're not innately behind, broken, weak. You have just as much potential to manifest what you desire as I do, as that person does, as that everybody. We all are on even playing ground, playing field because we all have junk we've worked through and rules that do not serve us. No more rules like money is hard. No more rules like my body will be better if I do. No, you are enough. It is already within you. And that natural magnetism comes out when you embody that, when you bring it into your life, when you know that you are attracting miracles every damn day. So I hope that this has served you. I hope that you will go back through these days, absorb everything that you can go through the workbooks. Again, if you did not officially sign up to this event, you can, the link is in my Instagram bio or below in the podcast show notes to get the workbooks, to get the free meditation, to take this work deeper. It has been such an honor. These episodes will stay, stay up on the Awakening Her podcast. They will stay up on Instagram if you ever want to go back and re-listen and re-watch because there is so much here for you. I would love to know your life rules. I'd love if you posted them on Instagram or sent me a DM, tag me, let me know how this resonated with you. You can send an email, whatever serves you best. And if you are called to really solidify this stuff into your experience in an eight week journey where you will come out the other side, not the same person where you will come out the, out the other side in a life changing state of really embodying these principles, having the accountability, having the support week by week, having me go through this with you, having trainings you can binge on for the rest of your life. You can go back and watch the life rules training and watch the art of deliberate creation and watch the healing module and go through every new level will invite new things to come up a system you can go through for the rest of your life that truly is doing the work. So if you've been wondering how to do the work to get unblocked, to become a match for what you want, to grow as a soul, to step into your purpose, I invite you into Activated. It was literally created for you. And I hope it is the right time for you. Um, but either way, I know that I will see you in our journey together through the Awakening Her podcast, through Instagram. Maybe you'll become a client. Maybe you'll take Activated. Maybe you'll listen in again and be transformed and be upgraded, whatever it is. 
I am here for it. I'm here for you. My mission is for you to know of this magic, to know of your divine power, to know that you are actually in the driver's seat of this experience. You were born worthy. You are worthy. The key is to be more you, to see these false beliefs that we have created and to become truly magnetic as we bring all of it together. And then you naturally get to be you. And this is where we get to manifest on autopilot. And I know that sounds so catchy, but this is where we don't have to scramble forever. We don't always have to write out a list and take all these actions and do all the things. We get to just be who we are and have that natural magnetism shine through. And then we attract the teachers, the information, the people, the abundance, the ideas, the insight, the intuition, the healing into our lives instead of endlessly trying all the time. So I'm so glad, my love, that this was potent medicine for your soul. You always have been. You are incredible. You are powerful. Use that magic wand that is inside you. And each time you feel stuck in a pattern, see the root of what is actually going on. See what you are telling yourself. Flip that shit and create a new rule. Even though right now I feel in lack, I'm still attracting abundance. Even though today was a shit day, I am still moving forward embody the power of these life rules, shift them, change them as needed and watch the miracles roll into your life. Especially when your life rules are things like miracles roll into my life every day. I experience unexpected blessings all the time. Okay. Seeker. I love you. It has truly been an honor. I hope to see you inactivated or around in the community, getting, giving you so much love and I will see you soon. I acknowledge the shit out of you. Good job, my love. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Purely Magnetic. I sincerely hope that this entire event has been activating, has been inspiring, has opened up new levels of perspective, of healing, of trust, of faith, of magnetism, because that, my love, is your birthright, is what you're truly here for. And it's such an honor to support you in this journey. And if you're wanting to take this manifestation and this growth journey 111 steps further, I highly recommend joining me in this summer round of activated, you are going to come out the other side, a new person, more magnetic, more clear, more in alignment with that life you want. You will get support. You will get workbooks, materials, meditations, activations, guidance, accountability, and so much more in this signature eight week program. So check the link in the show notes below. If you're interested in activated and other than that, I will see you seeker in the next episode. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure.